Hi, welcome to the Unexpected Experts podcast. This is the Upload Download, a more laid back conversation about our perspectives on any number of topics as an upload to you and the things we are reading, learning and downloading ourselves. Enjoy and thanks for listening. Hello. Hello. Happy, wait for it. Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> Every quick day is the re- same over here. To the calendar. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even look at the calendar. So what freaking day is it, man? I don't I even don't, know. I honestly cannot keep track anymore. Yeah. Matt went back to work uh last Thursday and the kids come um this Thursday. So oh, I'm man. just I'm like a full on mom again. <laughs> That's not accurate. I've been a full-on mom this whole time. Yeah. But now I'm by myself, and it is not as fun. <laughs> no, you're just a full-on solo mom. I'm a full-on solo mom. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's crazy. But anyways, it's how's right. it going? How is it going? Bad. How was your Monday? My my Monday was my Monday was interesting. It was different. It was tough. Um, okay. You can elaborate, or you don't I, have to. I might, yeah, I think I may. Okay, here you. Um, here he my, is. <laughs> my girl, well, my girlfriend's uncle passed away a little while ago. Oh. And so the funeral was yesterday. Boo. And it, it took them quite a while to figure out a day and a time and all yeah. of that because they were working, they were trying to collaborate between two different churches. Ah, uh, okay. So they were trying to coordinate between um, a Polish church here in town to do the ceremony. Mm-hmm. And then the church where her mom sort of works at to actually have his remains placed in the columbarium in the basement. So oh, they had okay. to coordinate between the two churches when would work for Jeez. everybody. So it took a little while. But okay. um, yeah, that was yesterday. So that was yesterday morning. Boo. And then I pretty well spent the whole day with them. So Aww. I'm nice. sorry for your girlfriend. And that's just. I mean, it's nice that she has you as support, so that's good. Yeah, and but... I'm, I mean, I'm I'm happy to be there. I had the day off anyway. Mm-hmm. I had uh, I had D and D last night, so I had to leave after dinner. But I was yeah. there pretty well the whole day. So that's nice. It was good. It was it was honestly a good day, and it was just good to like spend time with her family a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it was not under the best of circumstances. No, but I'm always happy to spend time over there. So. Yeah, still nice that you were able to. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's a that's sucky. Yeah, but you know, I don't even know where life. to go from and here. That's, that's part of <laughs> life is the end of life. Yeah, right? yeah, totally. Yeah, it is. It is a weird. It's a weird concept, but it like I don't know. Sometimes I can't quite wrap my head around it all, but yet it still is like this is just how it is. There's yeah. not really we don't really ever like think about it and like I don't know. Maybe some people do. I don't know. Yeah. On that anyway. somber note. Um, yeah. <laughs> how, how else are you doing? What else have you how been else? up to? Um, what else have you been doing? How else have you been doing? How have you also been doing <laughs> in the else of your life? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Like, okay. Like I said, Matt went back to work. So it's it's been um, like a, a, I mean, it was nice because we had the weekend. So it was good to have that right away pretty much. Mm, yeah. Um, Parker is not having a great time adjusting to not having Matt around all the time. 
which is like a blow to my self-esteem, but also like it's just a transition. Like, hi, I'm so, just top liver mom over here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Aww. she was spoiled pretty rotten by him over the I was spoiled pretty rotten by him over the summer. So um a lot of the time, because I'm still up with Maisie in the night, Matt was getting up with them in the morning and he would like play with them, take them for a walk. It was really cool. Mm. Um and so I've been doing my best <laughs> to yeah. incorporate all the things that cool dad did. Um, but I'm just not the same, you know, while so. still being cool mom. Yeah, exactly. In a different, in cool a different way. way. So yeah. no, it's good. It, it's just, I mean, it's just kind of a challenge navigating the transition back to a different routine. You know, we kind of got into the mm. routine of all four of us being home and that was really nice. Yep. So we'll adjust to the new routine and then come hopefully January, um, I will potentially be going back to work and then that'll be a whole other adjustment. So yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, and you've you've talked about that before that you you went back during January after Macy. No, Macy? I no, have not returned Parker. to work after Macy after so far. Um, I went back in April with Parker. So she, right. I went back at the beginning of April. So she was one at the end of April. Um, right. Okay. At the time, she's now two and a half. But, um, yeah, I uh, I went back before she turned one, and that was really hard. Um for me, but I think also really hard for her just because it's kind of like, I mean, when you're, when you outsource your childcare, as opposed to a family member looking after them at home, it's just, you kind of have to go with whatever the routine is at the um, provider of the childcare and it's always going to be different. And that is fine and great. And I'm really grateful that we can afford to kind of afford to send her children um <laughs> yeah to that kind of thing but yeah it's uh it's it's hard on those little their little people the little yeah. people's it's a double-edged so. sword right? it is it is so anyways it's yeah. all good we still have some time and it'll be nice to just get to have a little bit of extra time at home with them and i certainly don't take that for granted so that's good but yeah um anyway that's kind of um it. yeah it's it's your turn to teach this week it's brain exchange night brain exchange it's the last, it's the last one. one. Oh, the last thank one goodness so much friggin' pressure <laughs> you guys... i'm like i could have talked about two more things and you're like thank god it's over <laughs> seriously though i mean if you want to just funny. spend all next summer teaching me i'm fine with that like to be real <laughs> it's so stressful uh, i was saying to jmo off air that like I feel like I, like, I don't feel like I don't know anything, but I feel like there's a lot of things that I know little bits about. And so to sit on a podcast and I mean, hopefully we don't spend as much time as we have in the past just because, um, I don't want to bore anyone with my topic, but, um, it, uh, it is hard to sit and like legit come up with as much information without having to like look into it further. Like Mm. I don't just have an existing amount of knowledge granted on today's topic. I do have, um, more knowledge, which people are just going to make fun of me. They're going to be like, Andrea Thomas about Disneyland. And now here she is talking about Taylor Swift. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, Let's go. They're two like fairly niche topics. I mean, granted, F1 is still niche too, but anyways, yeah. it's fine. And whiskey, admittedly. It's true. It I feel is. Like I definitely went for the more like bro topics. Well, and here <laughs> I am going for the more 
hoe topics? What is the opposite? Oh, of... oh boy! Like it's bros and hoes, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I I'm guess. not a hoe, but like <laughs> now I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> We're here now. Um, uh, bros, bros and, and gals. Bros and gals. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We're being sexist, pals and, and it pals sucks. and gals. Okay, oh that's better. That does that's take good. us out of the hose category. Pals and which... gals. Yeah. Anyways. Um, I'm so sorry. Uh, you said it, not me. You said it. Well, I didn't know. Like that is the saying though, isn't it? Yeah, like like bros before hose. You kind of gave me no other choice. So it's your fault. I mean, you didn't have to rhyme it though. (laughs) (laughs) But that is my shtick. I like to rhyme things. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. We love rhyme and alliteration on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, Yeah. We need to get a life. Anyways, anyway, Taylor Swift. Um, let's go. So, yeah. I mean, have you listened to her? Like, do you, what do you know about Taylor? I guess that's not teaching, but do you have, like, what's your prior knowledge about her like? Okay. You know I, she exists I as had, a person in the universe. Yeah. No, I've never heard of Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, never heard of Britney Spears or Michael Jackson. Or, wow. I'll talk or, about uh, at least Led Zeppelin or the Beatles ever either. So. Mm. Um, One of those will be mentioned in this conversation. Oh, stay tuned to find out which. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know a little bit about Taylor Swift. I had a voice student ages ago who wanted to learn one of of her first albums songs. It was the... um, uh, Was it from the Taylor Swift album? It was from the Taylor Swift album. Like maybe like you belong with me, I think. Okay, okay, okay. Can't you see you belong with me? Yeah, that is that is how that goes. Something like that. Um. Um, So yeah, she wanted to learn that song. So we granted that's not from her. That's not from her self-titled album. That's from Fearless. But that's okay. Well, we'll forgive you. She knows what I know. You know that it is a Taylor Swift song, so that's good. That is true. Um, I had, I've watched most of the reputations tour nice concert on netflix yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i watched pretty well the whole thing except like the acoustic bit in the middle because i was also watching it with a few other friends sure and we were we were just wanting to see like the production side of the whole thing right mm-hmm. but that was that was a moment where i realized like oh sugar like taylor swift is a big freaking deal so like, it's interesting seeing that entire yeah. set and yeah, the way, yeah. like when it started, and it was this massive corner of a totally. of two walls intersecting, and the things moved back, and she walked out. Yeah, and the band playing inside of the thing, and the whole thing was just screens, and it was unbelievable. That oh. legitimately blew my mind watching that yeah. whole show. If you have not, if you've not watched, okay, so this is okay. I'm like jumping ahead here, but if you have not, or you've decided that like, mm, I don't like Taylor Swift. I just like, don't think that I would ever really enjoy. Honestly, from everyone that I know that has said that and watched either her documentary, Miss Americana mm. or the reputation tour. Um, and I think we're going to be gifted with, uh, another tour, like a tour, I don't know what you call it, but like a compilation of all the tour oh, stuff so. from this era's tour that she's on right now. Um, everyone that I have heard that said that they didn't like, and then watched, they were like, okay, I might not yeah. like her music, but like yeah. the girl can put on a freaking good show. Absolutely. Um, and I would say that she can do that and she's amazing. So, and she's a killer songwriter. 
Totally. She okay. Really okay. Is. Okay. So from here, I'll start because otherwise we're just okay. going to talk about everything that I have written down and then I'll have nothing <laughs> to talk about. So just like going back. So she was born in 1989, which we all know. Well, no, we might not all know, but she does have an album titled 1989, which is kind of partly where it comes from. Um, she was born December, December 13th, which if you are the least bit of a Swifty, you would know that the number 13 is like a very special number for her. Like, there's a ton of things that she does in regards to the number 13. Okay. Um, That's cool. She's released stuff on the thir- on the 13th. Um, I think, I can't remember which album it was specifically. No, it's, okay. It's her re-release of an album, which I'll get into later. But her re-release of an album is coming on August. I can't remember. No, September. Is that Four, the something six. something album Taylor's version that yes. I've been seeing all over Facebook? Anyway, there's one of the albums. I can't remember which one and I can't remember what the situation is, but it's being released on a date, which all of the numbers of the date, if you put them in like numerical value, they add up to the number 13. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's That's pretty cool. So clever, man. I love that stuff. Eight and two and three. Oh, August 23rd. Something, I think maybe a song was released August 23rd. Okay. Gosh, I don't know anymore. Cool. Um. Anyways, so she grew up in West Reading. Reading? It, the word is reading, but it's, I think, pronounced Reading. West Reading, Pennsylvania. She spent her early years on a Christmas tree farm, which, again, if you know much about her, she has a single referring to this part of her life. Yeah. Um, it's very cute. Um, and she started playing in local coffee shops when she was 14. Um, when she was nine, this was kind of when she was inspired to like create her own music, um, which nine years old, good grief. I was like still playing with Beanie Babies at nine years old. I was definitely still playing Lego at nine years old. Um, yeah. And shortly after she was convinced that she needed to be in Nashville in order for her to make a career if she was going to. Wow. So I think it was old. Well, I think she realized at nine, I think it wasn't until she was 11 that she actually convinced her parents that this needed to happen so her and her mom at 11 years old right i know (laughs) um her and her mom they traveled back and forth and then eventually um eventually they moved to nashville um her dad got a job transfer with the company that he was working with um but when she was still a youngin um she recorded some demos of dolly parton and dixie chick well formerly the dixie chicks um covers and um but ultimately no one was no one was really interested in her because everyone was kind of doing the same thing at that time and so if you wanted to be a country artist you were covering dolly partner you were covering the dixie chicks and she wasn't like shining like a diamond at that point um but eventually she figured it out um eventually it got figured out she you know started i can't remember how old she was but she performed she opened for tim mcgraw Ironically, no she sang her Tim McGraw song. Like she has a song called Tim McGraw. Um, and she was the youngest person to write and record her own music and have a song win an award. So one of her songs that she wrote and Whoa. recorded herself won an award. She was the youngest to, to, to she was the youngest to have done that. At least Damn. that's from what I found, anyways. Um, which is interesting. Like if you watch her documentary and you watch like her performing kind of in the earlier years, it's not 
amazing. <laughs> like she right. did definitely take a while to become who she is today. And I mean, like I'll go into her anthology, discology, whatever you want to call it. And um, you can kind of see the like trajectory that she's gone on. And perhaps you picked her up along the way and you were like, oh, I could get into this girl. And I'd be interested to see Maybe we'll post something on Instagram to see like when people started to listen to Taylor Swift, yeah, like which album. I think that'd be kind of cool. That'd be good. Um, so in okay, so f- 14 years old, she was playing in local coffee shops and she's born in 1989. So that's um 2003. So 2005, she signed on with Big Machine Records. So at 16 years old, she signed Whoa. on with a record company. Um, Big Machine Records. If you know anything about anything, (laughs) Um, Big Machine Records is where, um, actually, no, I'll come back to that. Um, So she made her debut, then Big Machine picked her up and they were like, yeah, we want, we want to sign you. She started off pretty country. Um, She had a very country vibe to her music and all of her music has, like, she would, she's written all of her music. And I, in her documentary, Miss Miss Americana, she said that, I think at some point, I don't remember how old she was when she said it, um, she had written 146 songs. Whoa. And I think it was like probably, like she probably was like maybe, maybe onto her Fearless album, which she did in 2008. So she released her self-title in 2006. So this is a year. So it took her a year um, to come out with her first album. Um Again, all of her music written by her. She has the oh now she has the occasional co-writer. Well, at the time she did too. Um, but I think there was some girl named like Liv something. I can't remember. Um, okay. But and then Fearless, she so her self-titled album, so Taylor Swift, um, in two thousand six, very country. Um, that like teardrops on my guitar. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, star. I was clearly a later on Taylor Swift fan. Um, Fearless <laughs> came out in 2008. Um, and this is kind of where she jumped into a bit more of a country pop vibe. Okay. Um, so right. this is where we got singles like Love Story and then You Belong With Me. Love Story, oh my gosh. I was dating a guy that you know um, back when this came out. And that was like our song, (laughs) which ironically, she also has a song called Our Song on that album. But Love Story was like, that was our song. Um, Yeah, it was ridiculous. Now that I think about it. Um, That's that's teenage. Oh, for sure. You know, 100%. We we all know the vibe. We do. We've all been there. Everyone has a song. Everyone does. Everyone's got a song. So 2006, 2008. Then we got um, 2010, we got Speak Now. And then 2012 was Red. And this was kind of where she started to go more into a pop, less of a country. Um, And also where she got her first Billboard Hot 100 song with We Are Never Getting Back Together. We are never, ever, getting back back together. together. Um, So that's, okay, what is that? That's six years. She's got four albums in six years so far. That's, that's pretty significant honestly. crazy right and especially since her first one came out when she was 16 yeah well her first one would have come out she was 17 by the time of release date but, okay but yes but still she would have written it probably when she totally. was 15 16 yeah 
Well, I mean, and maybe even earlier maybe than even that. Maybe even earlier. Like, yeah. We have no idea. Um, red was, well, okay, I did really like Speak Now, um, but red was kind of like, okay, I'm vibing with this girl. Like, right. okay, 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 cool. Like, yeah, I like she kind of, this was also where she switched from kind of the like classic, really curly Taylor Swift hair that we mm-hmm. all knew when she first came out to kind of more of like hipster vibes, um, red lipstick, Okay. The yep. whole shebang. Um, I definitely recall taking a picture of Taylor Swift's hair to my hairdresser and being like, I want my hair cut like hers. <laughs> um, and did she? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I've taken Same. many celebrities. I've definitely taken many celebrities' haircuts. Um, then now we're on to 2014 is where we get 1989. Um we didn't see really any of her country vibe in red. There was like a little bit of a twang left, but not like hardly noticeable. Right. Um, it was like way more pop focused. Totally. Yeah. Is like goodbye country. Um, she's, she hit the top charts with this album on three songs. She had shake it off blank space and Bla- bad blood blank space was probably one of my favorite songs on that album. Oh my goodness. Um, I remember then, watching Bad Blood on the Reputations tour. Yeah, like damn. Yeah, that song yeah. was unreal. So like, good. The way the the way the band performed it and mm-hmm. the whole production around that so one good. was pretty. Yeah, insane. it's great. It's awesome. Um. So and then, and then came actually honestly probably my least favorite album, which was Reputation, and that was um twenty seventeen. So now we have a little bit of a a gap. So she okay. was kind of every two years, and then she went on a three-year um, gap between albums. So gotcha. okay. this was, oh my gosh, so much happened for her um, during this time. So this was kind of, there was, um, was it an Emmys? No, or was it, I can't remember what award show it was now. Um, but this is where she won an award, and Kanye West came and interrupted her. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, that was the Grammys. It was at Grammys. I was that's yeah, what yeah. I was thinking it was. So was she like won Beyonce the award for best Beyonce. album of the year. Yeah. Um, and Kanye West comes up, grabs the mic from her, and is like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'll let you finish. But like Beyonce has one of the best albums of all times. Yeah. And she's just like completely stunned. She's like, honestly, I have no idea what to do, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So she sort of like that was a br- like a pretty bad time for her. Um, red, like leading up to, well, not even leading up to, but like during all of the red album debut stuff um was she had like she had battled with some health things like eating disorders and stuff like that which I guess Mm. we should put a trigger warning on but um she battled with some stuff like that like me being in the public eye she skyrocketed into fame um and then yeah like she was really hard on herself and and this is again all from the document like the Miss Americana documentary so this is not me like I mean, I wish I had had a conversation with her, but, um, <laughs> this isn't an interview with Taylor. Yeah. Swift. Unfortunately yeah. not. Um, but yeah, so she, she went into a pretty dark place. Um, and so she actually, she said in her, in her documentary that she went off grid for pretty much a year. Like no one saw her in wow. person for a year. Um, and then reputation was sort of her comeback album. So okay. there's a huge shift in, Red, 1989. I mean, Speak Now even, 
Fearless, like all of these albums. Mm -hmm. And then we get Reputation. It's very dark. It's very kind of like, not hateful, but like she definitely comes back with a vengeance. And I don't mean like, I'm going to get you Kanye, but like, there's just like a really obvious darkness to this album. Mm. Um, A lot of kind of, um, she just, you know, sort of bottled up some hurt and um, just like disappointment. She talked about how, you know, as a a performer, um, like one of the biggest things that you get out of performing is like hearing the crowd cheer you on and be pumped Mm. and whatever. And when Kanye came up and interrupted her and the crowd was booing, she immediately thought that they were booing for her because they had sided with Kanye and whatever it was that he was saying. But they were like booing against Kanye because they were like, Kanye, don't be like a doofus. And so she kind of immediately went into this like curled up state of mind. Right. Um, And so this was sort of her releasing all of that pain and anguish that she'd experienced over the last couple of years. So there's definitely an obvious shift with reputation, which was 2017. Um, And then at this point, so that's one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five albums. So she then, there's one more. I don't know which one I'm missing, but anyways, she recorded six albums with big machine records and then she moves to, Republic Records in 2018, so just after Reputation, um, and released Lover in 2019. Um, And Lover kind of went back to a very, like, I mean, it's in its name title, right? Like, very, like, um, light and a little bit more fluffy, but still a lot of intention. Like, she's, yeah, a really, really good songwriter, um, has a lot to say, and is very thoughtful about how she wants to come across in her music, which is like, yeah, it's just fascinating. It's it's always fascinating to me to see sort of the um, the writing process and the journey that, you know, creating music and then actually producing that music. Like we were talking about and I were talking about last night, like she she sort of brings a lot of her stuff very acoustically, piano or guitar, acoustic guitar to her producers and then they like, I mean, it would be just such a huge task to be on her team, any team, but um, they turn it into something so amazing and so fascinating from what it originally starts from. And just like kind of watching her sort of like fumble through words, but you might know the words of the finished project or project is just, yeah, it's mind-boggling. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. I've seen little clips like that from like Foo Fighters where they're working Mm. out different parts you're like, oh, that's the part to yeah. whatever white totally. limo or like monkey yeah, yeah, ranch, yeah. Or, and they're yeah. and they're doing the same thing. Like where or, they, um, yeah, where they're creating it and where it ends up being inserted yeah. into their music. It's so or, cool. Or listening to demos of like old Under Oath songs, or um, what was it like Lincoln Park when they put out their 20th anniversary Meteora album? Okay, I think yeah. I talked about it a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a whole bunch of demos from that album mm. and even older demos. And it's really interesting to like hear, to know the final product so, so well, and then to hear the demos when they were still kind of figuring it out before it became totally. this polished yeah. product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is cool. I don't, I haven't, I mean, I've watched a few musically inclined documentaries, but I haven't watched anything that's necessarily gotten into it as far as it did with Taylor. So right. it's kind of cool. I think um, also like the timing of that um, Lover album coming out, 
I think I watched like two weeks ago, I watched um, her tiny desk concert, like mm-hmm. NPR music does mm-hmm. these tiny desk concerts on YouTube. And I was watching a few of them and hers came up. I'm like, oh, yeah. sweet. I'll, I'll check this out. And it was so good. But it was right after Lover came out. So okay. I've got the video pulled up here. It says it was three years ago. So that kind of checks out. I guess it was just after, maybe a year after um, after Lover came out. Because it was 2019, you said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, probably yeah. like around a year or so after then. That makes sense. But that was terrific. That Such, I haven't watched it. I should watch it. It's kind of cool. I'll, I'll put I've it in the some show tiny, notes. Yeah, I've seen some it's, tiny desk stuff. It's so but, good. Um, that's cool. So the reason for her move, which this sort of blew up in the music industry, was due to this whole rift she had with Scooter Braun, who is the face of um, Big Machine Records. Or not the face of, but like he's right. one of the big names in Big Machine. I've I think it is his company. some other stuff going on with him lately yeah. as well. So a lot of other celebrities are ditching him too. Stop taking my stuff, man. I'm I'm just trying to make a good conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, they had this, they had this big rift. Um, and it ultimately was due to him purchasing all of her masters and then allegedly being like unkind and was accused of bullying, which then, as you said, within the last week or so, I think it is, um, Demi Lovato. Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber have all left his production wow. company. Um, and then I put on here, what does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> because it's Justin Bieber, you know? Yeah. It's um, good. It's good. Uh, yeah. So anyways, I'm like, mm, what's going on over there? Because Justin, I mean, well, actually all three of those, Demi Lovato, Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber have all been with Scooter Braun for like since the beginning of their careers because yeah, wasn't scooter the guy that like discovered Justin Bieber initially well i think it depends on who you ask from what i have heard it's usher actually just dis- discovered him and then he signed okay. with big machine records right okay yeah but i mean who knows, who knows? those those who really knows? rag ma- magazines are just yeah uh we don't know um so lover was in 2019 and then in 2020 she released her first indie folk album Cool. which was folklore. <laughs> um, and then it kind of had its like sister album called evermore. Um, great album, like probably in my top three favorites for Taylor Swift for sure. Oh, wow. Um, folklore is so, uh, yeah, I love again, freaking brilliant songwriter. And it just comes together so well. Like, and I guess like there's just people, I think there's people, and I want to think that some of these people who are just like, I do not like Taylor Swift are just not liking her because of how like popular she is. You know what I mean? Like they're just mm. like, oh, so many people like her. I'm just going to choose to not like her. And it's like, right. well, okay, but like you're dumb. I was um, definitely in that boat for a while. Like mm-hmm. I just didn't like her because everyone liked her. Sure. But I also, like, at this point, I'm really open to listening to her stuff, but I just haven't really listened to any of her albums. Totally. That's fair. But honestly, like, I probably will after this inter- after this episode. <laughs> well, okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, okay, so Folklore and Evermore are in 2020. So then we're back on track with our two, every two years, she releases Midnight's in 2022. The oh, girl okay. is a genius when it comes to marketing because, um, 
with Midnight specifically, I mean, I think she's done it with many of the other ones too, but she will like initially release the album and then like, I don't know, a week later, whatever, she'll release like a 3 a.m. version or a 6 a.m. version that has like a couple of extended songs or extended versions of songs on them, um, which is super fun. Um, And so if you're a person who like really likes to support the music industry and actually purchase all of your stuff then you're like all of a sudden spending a little bit more money and a little bit more money right um i have a friend who is also a fairly a fairly big swifty fan um i guess that's inappropriate i should just say swifty because if you're a swifty then you are a taylor swift fan (laughs) but anyways um and he has literally a vinyl copy of all of her albums and she has these like they're called log cabin versions um so she released i think it's folklore and evermore they they have like an extended version and it's like the the versions that she recorded while she recorded them but it was like all done in a log cabin which is kind of cool um so anyway so now we're kind of up to snuff 2022 this is not her last album because because of this whole masters being bought blah 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 Mm -hmm. she decided well with the help of in 2019 so 2019 is technically when crap went down um and kelly clarkson tweets at her Hey, at Taylor Swift, just a thought. You should go in and re-record all the songs that you don't own the masters on exactly how you did them, but put brand new art and some kind of incentive so fans will no longer buy the old versions. I'd buy all of the new versions just to prove a point. Heck yeah. <laughs> so it's July 13th, 2019. And then I don't even, I honestly don't know when it came out, but she um announced in august that she would be taking um kelly's advice and she'd be re-recording all of her albums and like just making them better so um i think her contract with scooter ended officially in 2020 so then that following year um which so midnight's 2022 was still with scooter sad day um but then yeah, she then went and re-recorded. So far, she's done Fearless. She's done Speak Now. She's done Red. And the next one that's... Oh, no. Yeah, the next one that's going to be released is 1989. It's on its way. Right. Um, okay. I think it comes out next month or October. Is that the one that she announced, like on this tour? On this tour, yeah. She gotcha. announced the okay. release date of it. There's so the fun thing about Taylor is that she has these Easter eggs in like anything and everything that she releases. And so if you are like an avid follower, there's just so many times that people have figured out stuff before she's actually I mean that happens in every way, but right. Um yeah you know, like in a music video. So in, I think it was one of her concerts, she's on an Eras tour right now, which if you don't know that, then I think you might live under a rock, but she <laughs> just wrapped her North American tour. So she went to all of the U.S. places and now she's on a South American tour. So she was in Mexico City the last little while here. Um, but there was at one point she had nail polish on and she had different colors of nail polish 
And they, the speculation was that that was going to be the order of which she released the album or because it sort of matched the vibe that 1989 had when it was originally released. So she's been now re-releasing all these albums and then they have in brackets Taylor version. And it's hilarious because the artwork is very similar to the artwork of the original versions. Um, But obviously she looks different. She kind of like changes it ever so slightly so that there's no, you know, like she's found a way to do it appropriately. Totally. Um, And I think even Apple music, like if you say like, Hey Siri play, um, Taylor Swift, she will actually only play the Taylor versions. No kidding. Or at least starts with the Taylor versions. So it's kind of cool. That's or at least really on cool. mine. On mine, she does, anyways. Um, <laughs> Siri's got you figured out. <laughs> Siri knows what's up. Um, yeah. So that was that was kind of nuts. Um, yeah. So big when she did this whole like big machine you suck i'm gonna re-record all my stuff um they claimed that taylor owed them millions of dollars oh really um they said that the lie that that was um or no sorry um taylor's representative said that that was a lie and big machine actually owes taylor 7.9 million dollars in unpaid royalties that seems about right like Oh my goodness. Let's be real. These big like record labels. Totally. Not usually the best. No, for sure. Um, yeah. Damn. Super crappy. I think she was set to play in an AMA's performance and um Big Machine Records, because of everything going on, they denied her the opportunity to use her old music, old in quotes, um, in AMA's performance. So it's just so silly. Holy smokes, man. Just ridiculous. Yeah. I think, yeah, I definitely think she was supposed to, she was set to perform that year, 2019 or 2020. And they were like, right. no. Um. Anyway, so that's kind of, that's kind of her music. She's, yeah, she's now re-recorded several of her albums. 1989 is coming next. Um. No, it's out. Sorry, it's out. It's for sure out. It came out August 23rd. That's where the 13 is. So eight plus two plus three. All of the numbers combined are 13. Um, I forgot that we're almost done August. (laughs) Yeah, Um, crazy, right? Stupid. Um, So, yeah, kind of nuts. She's a fabulous songwriter. So in an interview with Graham Norton, he said, and I don't actually know if she was on the episode. I can't really recall. Um, but he said that she's done something that only the Beatles have done. She has an album. She has an album at number one for six weeks, um, for four consecutive albums. So four of her albums in a row were number one for six weeks. And the Beatles are the only other musical entity, um, to have done that. That is crazy. Isn't that nuts? Like not even just a single charting or topping the charts for like weeks on weeks on end but like consecutive albums like that is wild that's actually wild so insane yeah it is it's bonkers well Um, i think because of this whole eras tour and everything that she's been doing like she's been just shattering records left mm -hmm. right and center about creating earthquakes like (laughs) yeah yeah i saw that That there Mm -hmm. were so many people jumping was that in seattle right I think so, yeah. Seattle or Portland? Two, no, 
maybe it was C- I think it was Seattle. Yeah, maybe it was Seattle. 2.3 magnitude, though. Yeah. On the scale, which is so like funny. Just knocking knocking the Richter right yeah. over. Indeed. That's crazy. Um, she won album of the year two years in a row. I forget which albums they were. Um, she's been referred to one of the greatest songwriters of all times by several publications. Um, which is really cool. Um, many people. Oh yeah. We talked about that. I was just going to say again, (laughs) many people that I don't know or that I know who aren't Taylor Swift fans Mm. can admit that she is a, a good songwriter. Um, despite not maybe enjoying her musical style, which is good. Sure. I think, I think that's fair. Like, I think that you might not want to listen to her, but you might like have the, you know, realization that like, actually she can really do a good job at what she does. Yeah. Um, and numbers don't lie. Exactly. No, exactly. She's, she's obviously proved herself. She's, yeah. She be... has an insane following. Yeah. Um, so there's gotta be something there. So um so yeah so she's so heirs to her she's just wrapped up the first part of her two years um she put on over 100 shows in america and she's now in in mexico city and then she'll head overseas and she does europe asia and australia for another number of shows next year wow um and then by the time that so oh yes then she ends her tour back here in canada in toronto Toronto show that you want to go to i would love to go jameson will i get tickets no because there's 41,000 people in Canada. Uh, no, that's not true. 41 million people in Canada. And yep. 31 million people are trying to get tickets to her concerts. 31. That, that obviously, like, that's not wow. all Canadians. These sons of butts like in America are still trying to come up. And it's like, get a life. You already had so many opportunities in the States. Yeah. Stay in your lane. <laughs> Um, but anyway, Sorry, so you she, missed your chance. Let us have ours. Ugh, seriously, we only get six opportunities. Ugh. Um, so yeah, she has six shows at the end of November next year. And okay. by the time she wraps up her tour in Canada, she'll have put on 146 shows over five continents. Wow. <laughs> Bonkers. Damn. So that is wild, mm-hmm. man. Um, her Eras tour is a three-hour set list, and it has 44 songs over 10 acts that portray specific albums. So she is literally playing you essentially all of her albums. Pretty much everything. Um, which is like, oh my goodness. So also when she re-releases these Taylor versions of previous albums, not only is she re-recorded all of those songs, but there's usually about like five to six to seven songs that she calls from the vault so they're like songs that she never released and then has found that they would really fit on this album or that album um which is really cool we're getting a re-release of music she's done them better like there's higher production value there's you know she's obviously being able to put more money into some of these albums and then she's also giving us new music like mm okay it's a (laughs) good time to be a swift come on (laughs) um yeah it's nuts um there was one concert i think it was like a football coach or something he was quoted saying like i don't remember exactly which show it was i think it might have been seattle or portland but she for three and a half hours it did not stop raining and her like she's only playing in these massive stadiums that are not 
usually not covered or some of them are not covered. And so it was raining down in the stadium the entire three and a half hours. And she just powered through like she made it happen. Saying the entire time, like, it's just she's a freaking machine. But she's I like, think I saw that post too. It was like some NFL coach. Yeah. Yeah. And he had like so much respect after Seriously. watching her play in the rain for three and a half hours. Like, come yeah. on. That's bonkers. You do it and then tell me you're not a Swifty fan. Yeah. Ugh. Um, she also, has... like playing music is hard enough. Oh my gosh. Let, let alone, alone if you're getting you're... drenched. Yeah. Seriously. And you got a and you got a guitar that's getting Well, and think soaked. about like all those like like you can slip and fall on stage. Like there's just so many things, yeah. so many variables with that. So gotta gotta give her props, that's for sure. Yeah, um, absolutely. So of her, I guess what is that? That's eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight-ish albums. Um, she has sold two hundred million records globally, she, which Damn. makes her one of the best-selling musicians, the most streamed female artist on Spotify, and she's the only artist to have five albums with over a million sales in the first week. Whoa. Five albums. Over a million sales in the first week. Some people never get a million sales in their entire career. Right? So nutty. <laughs> See, numbers like that is just, it's hard to wrap my brain around. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really hard to wrap my brain around. I'm even thinking about like, oh, we have, you know, over 4,000 episode downloads on this podcast blah 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 i'm like i can't even fathom huh. that my dude like mm-hmm. a million albums in a week sorry for- it was nine she has nine albums but i mean nine albums and then five of them have been re-released but still gotcha gotcha yeah yeah crazy Isn't that crazy so uh, if you don't just, count yourself a taylor numbers. swift fan i would encourage you to just like give it a shot because She's doing something right. And mm, I think people figure it out. need to just kind of like suck up their pride and say, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> because you know what, Andrea? I'll give it a shot. Oh, thank, you so <laughs> thank you so much. It's it's gonna happen. Honestly, that even that little tiny desk concert mm, was mm-hmm. really good. It's very raw. It's just her playing on a guitar and a piano. And a mic, and that's it. It's very stripped back, but like a really captivating performance. Really great songwriting. Mm-hmm. I had I had only listened. Or there was one song that I had only heard once, and it was on that video. Yeah, and it was stuck in my head all day. Mm. Like that melody stuff. and the mm-hmm. chorus was stuck in my head all day at work. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. Chatting with my friend who is also trying to get tickets. This is the same friend who has multiple albums um, on vinyl. And he was like, well, it's funny. We were, I was trying to figure out who on earth I could ever go to a concert with because a lot of the people that I know, they don't not like Taylor, but they're not willing to pay what the rumor is that tickets cost for her tour. Sure. Yeah. And so I found like, I was like, yeah, like, let's, you know, let's, uh, let's figure this out. And he was like, well, <laughs> he's like, uh, I just need to know, you know, can you, 
rank all of the albums. <laughs> and I was like, uh, is this, my, is this my audition to go to the concert with you? If one of us gets a, <laughs> you know, a code to get a ticket. We, we, we need to have the same <laughs> albums together and then we'll go have these on the tickets. Or? <laughs> and he was like, no, no, no. Like, it's fine. You're already in. And I was like, okay. So I had a really hard time because I would say previous to the re-releases, I probably had one ranked order. And now that they've been re-released, I think that that order has changed. But all bets are off. Yeah. But like Red and 1989 are still probably my top two. And I don't think that I could say like Red is number one and 1989 is number two or vice versa. Like I think that they are jointly in the number one spot. Um, and then Folklore and Evermore, because they were kind of released as like sister albums. So I feel like you can't really split them up either. They have the same vibe. Like they could ultimately be the same record. They feel like the same record, mm. but they are two different records, but they're like kind of in my number two spot. And then Fearless is just so good. But Speak Now, I've been listening to a lot more than Fearless. So I could probably put Speak Now in number three. But then there's just so many golden ones on fearless so i don't know um and then it would be midnights and then my like final spot i couldn't say it was between three albums but i was like i don't really think that like any of these are a bad album but i just don't know where i like how i could rank them so i have lover taylor swift and reputation all in quote-unquote last place right And I sent this to him and he was like, mm, that is some cheating. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> deal with it. Um, anyways. Yeah, like grouping albums together, I, I feel that. It's but hard. Also like, but also, like, I get what he's saying. Like, I'm thinking about like one of my favorite bands is the Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know that I could pick a favorite album. Because mm. I like probably three of their albums all about the same. Right. 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 So I get that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my but gosh. Also, and if, I said, if log- I had to pick one, I'd say probably like Wasting Light. Is that yeah. all? Just You're speaking incredible. gibberish to me, probably like I've been speaking gibberish to you. So, well, maybe I'll teach you about Foo Fighters. Oh, well, good thing this <laughs> series is over. Good thing this is the last one. <laughs> Shoot. Um, also, I said log sessions earlier. Log cabin sessions is actually pawn sessions. That was my bad. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. Anyways. Well, self correction. That's okay. yeah. So that's Taylor. I'm in a nutshell, and I mean, there probably is so much yeah. more that I could say about her, but if you have. Uh, an opportunity to go and see her concert. Um, obviously, go. And obviously, and obviously, text me if you have an extra ticket because I will take it. Yeah, I, I was like trying to decide honestly, like how much I was willing to spend. It's terrifying because, like, these tickets. I've heard a couple of people gotten tickets for like 170 bucks, which is pretty reasonable. Wow. Um, Damn, but I would also, spend 170 bucks on like right now I saw an article just a couple days ago. Um, and I don't know if I guess they're like probably resale tickets, but there's a resale ticket going for sixty seven thousand dollars. That's and I don't sorry, I don't know if it's a single ticket much. or a group of four. I actually don't know that. You Either can, way, you can only buy much. oh for sure. You can only buy up to four tickets. Like one person can only buy up to four tickets. So it could be that someone just purchased four tickets and then was like, I'm going to be a total asshole. Right. Yeah. (sighs) Man. That is wild. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. I really should have gone when she came to Vancouver. 
on her last tour and I'm so de- mm. like disgusted with myself that I didn't <laughs> um cuz now everyone and their dog wants to see her and her tickets are more money so yeah anyways I don't know if I'll ever get to go. But one of my girlfriends was like, I've been thinking about going to see her in Edinburgh. And I was like, pardon me. And she was like, well, I mean, like the grand total of how much you would spend is actually almost less than what you would spend to go to Toronto. Like between flights, hotel, like before tickets even went on sale, hotels were jumping their prices up for the month of November, knowing that people would want to come there for the tour. (laughs) Totally. But you could fly to Edinburgh and, you know, the tickets were cheaper or are cheaper. I don't know. There's just so many variables to think about and I just don't know what I'm going to do. So, honestly. Struggle's real. Especially, like, you and I being musicians and we love our musical acts and we love our artists and we want to go see them and we want Mm -hmm. to go support them. But then, you know, they never make it easy for us to go and support them. So we have to fly <laughs> still have to provide for to my family. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, I've flown to Vancouver twice to see two different shows because they didn't come to Calgary. Mm-hmm. And now actually next month, one of them are coming to Calgary and I could not be more excited to see them again. It's going to be great. Mm, that's exciting. Yeah, it'll be good. That's cool. Yeah. That's Taylor. I don't know. Do you have any questions? <laughs> Okay. Um, what about like, okay, you've already mentioned top albums. What about like top five songs? Oh my gosh. I am not prepared for this. <laughs> Someone would probably call me out for not being an authentic Taylor Swift fan, but there's just like, honestly, but there's just too many. There are so many songs. Like I, I don't, I really don't know how I could boil down to five highlights. Oh my gosh goodness like I just that's stressful you're causing me anxiety right now let me let me just let me just scan here just give me a second okay maybe just name some of your favorites without having to like put them in an order that might be easier. okay take a okay. little bit of the stress away okay um okay so on red let's see let's go to red here for a second I wish that I was as good a fan that I could just like list them off without looking, but I'm terrible at that kind of stuff. Um, so on red, I really, no, let's go to 1989 first. Okay. 1989 is a good album. Oh my gosh. Mm. 1989 being one of your favorites. It is. Yeah. Probably like one of the top ones. Um, No, I can't. I can't commit to anything. This is so... <laughs> okay, Folklore. Let's go to Folklore. There we go. Um, Cardigan is a really good song. It's called Cardigan. Okay. Yep. Um, this Is Me Trying. Also a good song. Mm. August. Also a good song and a great name. Um, it's a great name. It's my it's nephew's name. I know. He's turning one on Thursday. I know. That's bonkers to me. I can't. It happens so one. fast. Um, Evermore Ivy. So on the album Evermore, Ivy is a great song. Um, oh, the other cool thing is like sometimes 
so she sort of refers to some names when she's telling her story. So she has this idea that like all of her albums tell a story, which is why on the Eras tour, there's like kind of 10 sort of story segments that she sing, like performs in. Oh, okay. Um, and with those names that she has, um, she actually sort of like outed for lack of a better word. Um, the names, um, the three names of Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively's three daughters. They now have four, but um, as far as I know, only three have been confirmed. Um, so we've got okay. Betty, Ivy, and James, I think are their three daughters' names, their three oldest daughters. Um, so she's really tight with them, which is cool. Huh. And James is one of their daughters' names? Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Okay. Okay, all right. It's, it's different. It's, it is, yeah. It is. Um, yeah, it's cool. Anyways. <laughs> um, oh, man. Paper Rings is a good song. That one's from uh, Lover. Cruel Summer is a good song. Red, we've got... Oh, we've got so many songs on Red. All Too Well is really great. Mm, that was one that was on the Tiny Desk concert. Ah, uh, okay. That sure. one has like an extended like 10-minute version Whoa. that she turned into a music video um, with, oh man, I can't think of what his name is, Dylan something. Um, anyways, great song. Cool. Um, oh, well, that's a few. Yeah, there's, there's so many. There's so many good songs. You did good. You did good, kid. (laughs) Thank you. Blank Space. I already referred to that one, but Blank Space on 1989 is also really good. Okay. Yeah. I got some homework to do. You do. I can send you your text later. Um, Yeah. That was stressful. I hope it provided good insight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You did good. Thank you. Yeah. I'm I'm honestly like gonna listen to Taylor Swift. Yes, for sure. I will give you my feedback. We will convert another one, my friends. Yeah. Also, if anyone wants to like donate money to the podcast so that Andrea can go and see Taylor Swift, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's like That's there's amazing. a link on the there's a link on the uh, podcast like hosting site that I upload all these to Red Circle. And there's there's a way to donate. The problem so isn't like, necessarily. This is what's hilarious. It. Let's send if Andrew money to comes in. Taylor I Swift. will literally <laughs> pee my pants. Um, but the problem isn't necessary. I mean, the problem is also the money. But the problem isn't the, money. the yeah. money. Um, the problem is that you have to get a code in order to buy tickets. So I oh, registered for really? a code. Yeah, because there was this okay. whole thing that happened with her last tour. Um. Or no, not her last tour. It was the beginning of this tour. I don't remember exactly when it was, but Ticketmaster basically crashed um, and a whole bunch of like scammers got tickets and then were reselling Whoa. them for absolutely obscene prices. Oh, and I so I think that this is why she's doing it this way or Ticketmaster's changed. I don't know. It's been a long right. time since I've like truly bought tickets to like a an upscale performer. We can talk about that another time about who at concerts <laughs> I have been to. Um but yeah, you have, so I registered to get a code. I got waitlisted. Okay. Um, everyone in my circle got waitlisted. Um, and so 
I think it's kind of like once the like dust settles and ticket sales start to slow down, then they can start sending out more codes. And then okay, you so maybe like get releasing tickets. the the flow. I of think tickets. so. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm not 100 okay. percent sure. Um, I'm feeling pretty not optimistic that I'm going to get a code. Um, but I have a few people who we kind of like teamed up and I was like, hey, if you get a code, let me know. And if I get a code, I'll let you know. Because I truly Smart. only need two tickets. Me and this one friend would like to go. But then obviously if you can buy up to four tickets. But then that's the other thing too is like how much am I willing to spend? How much are you willing to spend? Mm-hmm. And that sort of varies too. And I don't know. So yeah, anyways, it's not a, it's not totally about the money. Granted, if some other people wanted to give me money to see Taylor Swift because they understand how much it would mean to me, then yeah. bless you. Bless you. Yeah, we're here for your that. your bank account. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, like another thing that I've seen too, and I don't know how how much longer we want to go, but um, another thing I saw just about money is that like Taylor Swift mm-hmm. pays mm-hmm. her musicians very well. She pays she them pays, really well, and she recently gave she them paid all bonuses. Her crew, yeah, she paid her whole like truck driving crew yeah. and setup crew like a wicked huge bonus. bonus. Yeah, and something I saw some other little interview dialogue piece about. You know, it's really hard as a musician to have good insurance and like being a being a musician in a band, like you just don't have good insurance. And she's like, Well, my musicians all have insurance. Mm. Like, oh, get wrecked. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> get yeah, wrecked. she but she that, seems that just shows to me that like she cares about totally the people. She legitimately seems like a genuine human bad. being, like yeah. very all around genuine person. Um, and one thing I didn't say earlier, but I mean, yeah, I think we should wrap it up, but, um, following or previous to releasing lover, um, she sort of kind of became a bit more open and, um, I don't know what the word is, but just became more open about like her political position and, um, yeah. So it was, she's kind of like put her foot forward in in a few different places to just kind of you know set the record straight try and um you know not necessarily campaign for people but just like mm. you know donald trump was a total wanker like i don't know You're like a terrible person yeah and and you know for as much as he might have good leadership skills or however you want to view it you know like financially he's very good at whatever, like how, however you might feel about him, he's done some pretty shady stuff. And I know that like every big name person, blah, blah, yeah. blah has, has yeah. got some things, but like, for sure, he didn't look great. Um, anyways. And so she, she's used her platform and I guess with risk, like with regards to like taking care of her employees, um, she yeah she's just a really great human being like she's using her platform in an appropriate way the best that she can to just sort of like you know positively influence the world in whatever way mm. she can and i think that that's just really cool cuz i think i mean yeah it, it would be a huge weight on her shoulders for sure i'm i'm sure she she doesn't not feel that but uh, she's at the same time not taking it lightly at all which is very respectable yeah. so i think that's really cool but anyway it's Quick huge, download. Man. Quick download. 
and then yeah. we'll peace out. And then this will be the shortest brain exchange. Yay, let's go. Let's go. go. Let's go. 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 Uh, go. Shall I go, go first? Yeah. Okay. Um, I finished watching Severance. Okay. Um, last week, I think. Mm-hmm. A week and a half ago. It's on Apple TV Plus. And uh, I think I've mentioned it a little bit on here before, but I finally got around to watching it. And I watched one episode. Um, I had like three episodes left. And okay. so I watched one episode. I'm like, well, I can't end here. <laughs> and then I watched the next episode. I'm like, well, for crying a lot, I can't end here. And so I just crushed the rest of it all in one Amazing. night. And it was terrific. Um, yeah. Just an unreal show. Absolutely unreal. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just got, <laughs> ugh, it's so good. Just go watch Severance. It's phenomenal. I'll put it on my list. Um, this past weekend was like pretty eventful. And I think I alluded it. I, I alluded to this a little bit when I was talking to you on Marco Polo earlier. Yeah. And uh, so I started the weekend. I took Saturday off of work for a French bachelor party. Okay. And we started the day by going and like we all got in a van. There were six of us. We got this minivan uh-huh. and we drove up north to Bicycler, which is just oh, out yeah. northeast of Calgary. Yeah. It's a little town just outside of Bicycler. I've only ever driven and through there, but tell us more. Bicycler's a tiny little town. It's very tiny. So we went skydiving. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it was so <laughs> insane. That's it was so indeed. it was so cool. So Has this I've, been something that you've wanted to do. I have always wanted to go skydiving. Okay, it's not always. something on my bucket list. That's for sure. It for sure has been on mine for a long time. Okay, um, and you so got to check I, it off like, this weekend. I went skydiving. Wow, and it was freaking amazing. How high up were you? Uh, ten thousand feet. Holy poo! Ten thousand feet, probably a little higher, but uh, there were so there were six of us that all went jumping. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the groom and then two of his other, like his best man and one of his other groomsmen, the three okay. of them all went up together mm-hmm. and then the rest of us went up in the last plane. Okay. And, um, we, we did a tandem skydive. So we had a instructor on our back okay. that we were like chained to essentially. That's probably like we had a best. full body harness and we were like clipped in mm-hmm. lots of straps, lots of harnesses, all of that. And there were six of us plus the pilot stuffed into this little plane oh that gosh. was maybe the size of a twin bed oh. like tiny like we were packed in there like That's sardines funny and uh so we had to yeah we had to get these flight suits on we had to get our harnesses on got up to the plane got our instructor behind us they like strapped themselves in to us and then we took off in this little tin can in the sky and we were climbing for about probably a good 20, 25 minutes or so before we actually got up to our proper altitude. Mm-hmm. At which point, and they did like on ground training with us as well, like how to get your legs out of sure. the tiny little door yeah, and where to like put your, like you have to cross your arms in front of your chest and grip your harness mm-hmm. and then like lean your head back on your instructor. Mm-hmm. And then at that point they will like tip you out. So you okay. don't have any control of how, when that, you or, like, leave, when, when you actually <gasps> exit the plane. Not but, happening uh, in a million years. <laughs> I, I was, I felt so calm the entire really? time going up. Yeah. Getting into the plane, putting on the suits, signing the waiver, all of it. And even like when the door opened, then yeah. it got like, yeah, like, it, it got way louder in there. And I was sure. like, 
all right, like we're here. Yeah. Like, let's go. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it felt a little more real at that point. Like when the door opened <laughs> and when the first guy point. dropped out. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, we're doing this. We're here. We're oh going. And Did anyone chicken was, out? Nope. We all jumped. Wow. Okay. We all jumped. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you the first two seconds after mm-hmm. we left the plane was like stomach in your throat. Oh, I believe that, like, it. Whoa, like that crazy I feeling. I think that that but would then, probably be me the entire time down. Oh, it was well, I mean, so I also intense. just would never go up. So there's also that factor. Right. Yeah. But after about two seconds, then you just like relax into it. Mm-hmm. And you like feel the wind on your face and it's so loud. Like you're oh falling it over. They say you're falling at over 200 kilometers an hour Holy crap. in a free fall. So we free, our free fall was about 20 seconds or so, maybe a bit longer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, did you pee your pants? Uh, no. Wow. Okay. Nope. Did anyone pee their pants? Uh, nope. Dang I don't it. think so. Did anyone poop? Nope. <laughs> nope. They said, go to the bathroom before you leave. And we all did. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> but yeah, oh a good 20-second free fall. And and then they pull the parachute. And then yep. they give you the controls for the parachute. So oh, that's you're like, fun. you can kind of control sure. your flight down a little bit. So we did a bunch of spins and spirals and um, then the landing. And yeah, it was unreal. The only thing that was like uncomfortable for me was... You know, when you're like going up or down a mountain pass, like driving through a pass and your ears start to pop, mm-hmm. it was that feeling, but like turned up to 11. So Ooh, it was kind of painful in my right ear. Yeah. So it was uncomfortable that way. But after about 10 minutes, then it, right. it uh, balanced out. But Oh, man. Yeah. Wild. Unbelievable. Okay. So that was whatever, day one of your day weekend. Day one. Yeah. And, and then, then what else happened? The, the second half of that day, we did one of the pedal pubs down in Inglewood. Oh, fun. Yeah. So it's like this big thing. <laughs> cart. I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it unless you've seen a it. Cart. It's a bunch of, yeah, I guess a cart with a bunch of seats facing inwards. <laughs> and there's like little counters and little bicycle pedals. Mm-hmm. And so you pedal your way around this part of town. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of breweries in the area. So we stopped at two breweries. Nice. We had beers on board as well. And uh, it was honestly so much fun it was That's like maybe cool. an hour hour and a bit actually no probably a bit longer because we spent about a half hour at each of the breweries that we stopped at nice um top shelf That's sure. cool. That was, that was a lot of fun i do i i do want to do one of those at some point i think they seem pretty fun yeah um and then the other big thing actually well there was there was two more things i did this weekend too besides um my girlfriend's uncle's funeral sure. yesterday um sunday so actually all of saturday and sunday were the annual pokemon go fest (laughs) which is like the biggest event of the year for pokemon go Mm -hmm. and uh i remember talking about it on the podcast a while ago and i said i don't know why but i said that the ticket was like 30 dollars. okay and that's not actually true it's like half that it's maybe 15 okay it's like 15 bucks for a two-day event eight hours a day and there's all kinds of new Pokemon spawns and new events. And there was a new mega for this event, which is like the most powerful mega in the game. And it, it was just a really good time. So the first day of GoFest is typically all about the spawns and like getting all the shiny Pokemon out for the event and getting collection challenges and all of that. And then the second day is typically all about raids. Yeah. So the raid for this day was the shiny or the uh, the mega 
Rayquaza is the Pokemon for this one. Okay. So Mega Rayquaza's out. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. So I played for a little bit on Sunday, and then I went to my nephew's first birthday party. So that was oh, they had it early. Beautiful. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It was like the best day that everyone could Totally. Make that makes sense. Yeah. That's cute. Um, Did yeah. they do a cake or cupcakes? They did cupcakes. Okay. Yeah. Nadine Nathan was trying to figure out what to do. Yes. It turned out really well, actually. Oh, good. Did yeah, he eat it? It wasn't very sweet. He ate all the fruit off of it. <laughs> And he, he kind of touched at the cake a little bit and he was like, mm, he wasn't really into it. But the fruit, gone. That's like, so funny. So quick. Oh, so that's cute. Yeah. Precious, precious. Yeah. Fun. That's a packed yeah. weekend. Holy. It was packed. Yeah. That's it was a nuts. lot. I did, what about you? I did nothing, at least nothing in comparison. Um, did you listen to any Taylor Swift this week? Oh, I mean, like, <laughs> obviously. I'm sure it was on at some point. Um, what did I do? Oh my gosh. Honestly, like we kind of just chilled. I had a hangout with New West ladies. Um Oh, that's right. Yeah. On Friday. That was fun. Um We had the men's barbecue last Tuesday. Yeah. So it was super fun. Um Yeah, honestly, like not really anything to report this time around. I'm trying to think. I'm really into, I don't know if I've brought it up before, but I'm really into um, so we have this place out here in Okotoks called Covet, um, and it's like a little soda shop, meats, hot drink, tea, ice, whatever kind of okay. drinks you can imagine, um, but like also sodas with like mix-ins. Um, oh, and is then, that the one that you were talking about after Stampede? Like they had a Stampede yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. setup? Yeah. Yeah. So and then I've probably talked about it on here, um, but like I'm obsessed with um, root beer in general. It, it was like root beer and vanilla or something yeah and peach vanilla and peach syrup and then a little splash of half and half cream that's right yeah it's so good like honestly i just started a new bag of recycling because we had three empty one liter bottles of root beer on our counter and i was like (laughs) we are keeping mug in business yeah (laughs) Um, (laughs) single-handedly yeah honestly we go it's so bad like yeah uh, literally every good. time we grocery shop we buy at least one if not two bottles of root beer like, um, is this becoming a problem yeah I mean, we're fine it's root beer so it's not <laughs> like it's like an ad- addicted i mean we're addicted to it for sure but probably yeah. me more than matt but it's fine <laughs> it's fine it's there are worse addictions we'll say that that's true um yeah that's true yeah like not really a whole lot my all of my friends are um obviously going back to school and so um just kind of watching some some teacher friends with prepping classrooms and stuff like that and feeling like a little bit of fomo mm. um for sure yeah. That's um, fair. but also like getting some pretty sweet ideas for when I do eventually get my own classroom and and can set it up with some fun things to put on my walls that's kind of fun um but honestly life is pretty nonchalant over here oh okay we i fully forgot i always think of the library like the public libraries as like places to get books and fully forgot slash maybe didn't know slash never utilized the fact that they have video games and we have a playstation yeah we have a ps4 and so um, a couple weeks ago, I rented Spyro the Dragon, which is very nostalgic um, because when nice. we got um, the original PlayStation, like back when I was probably like 
I don't know, nine, 10, maybe. Um, that was like one of my favorite games. Did you ever play it? No, I never played Spyro, but okay. we never had a game system growing up. Okay, fair. Like we got a Wii at some point. Sure. That kind of counts. Well, I mean, yeah, it does. It's a game console, but anyways. I mean. Okay, oh, okay. you're one of those. I get it. Okay. Um, so anyway. have been loving playing Spyro. And then because it came out, well, I mean, it's probably been out for like a month or two now, but there was such a long wait for it. Hogwarts Legacy. Oh yes, dun, dun, I've dun. I've heard, I've seen, I've seen a few videos on it. Yeah, so it we super fun. Yeah, we got that out this week or last week. Um, and so if you can hear anything in the background, it's Matt playing right now. Nice. Um, but yeah, we've been playing that the last couple of nights, and that's been pretty cool. Just practicing my wizard skills. Um, but yeah, that's really that's that's it. Truly. <laughs> Life is pretty boring over here, except filled with tons of root beer and a little bit of Hogwarts. So, <laughs> living the dream. Actually, uh, small Harry Potter update for you. Nathan and Nadine are like clearing out their basement. Mm -hmm. They have so much stuff in their basement mm -hmm. right now. So they were clearing it out a little while ago, and they realized that they have two full sets of the Harry Potter books. Oh, minus minus the Deathly Hallows. So okay, they have full set except for that. So they like gave me the whole set oh my gosh and you haven't read them Deathly Hallows, and i haven't read them so have now i just have to like go to a used bookstore and get and the get number eight a copy of the deathly hallows definitely and then I, yeah or don't so it'll, and it'll happen someone will get it for you for something that happens in a couple months or something Ooh, there we go that's cool though that's exciting yeah. so now you have to start reading oh yeah, that's I have to start cute reading. yeah i'm excited for sure it's gonna be good i'm gonna be a harry potter fan Yay. for real instead for real. of just a fan of watching the movies <gasps> that's fair it took yeah. me until my adulthood to read the book so i get that cool 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 well this was um a treat hopefully great. i didn't bore too many people and hopefully too many of them don't think i'm a complete weirdo just a little bit of one which is fine i'm fine with that's that that's okay i can deal with that Everyone's weird about something. This is true. You know? I am weird about a few things, but we can not talk about that right now. We could we could or do a summer never. series next year called Unexpected Weirdos. Ooh. Where I mean, the basic premise of this podcast, anyway, is like we're all experts at something. Sure, we could just do like a weirdo summer. That'd be fun. <laughs> could be. What are we fun. weird about? Yeah, and then a full are summer we weird series. About? Mm, interesting. I'll write that down. Things to think about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well. This was nice. Thanks for chatting and um, Heck yeah. listening to me blab about Taylor Swift. Thanks for teaching me about Taylor Swift. Hopefully I taught you something. I don't know. We did I've, it. If anything, I've taught you that you need to go and spend some time listening to her album. So That's we right. Well, So thanks for joining us. We'll be starting a fall series soon-ish um, to be determined. Yes. Exactly what that we're, fall series looks like. We're still like talking about it. We're still trying to get. We have lots of really great ideas. Um, we just yeah. need to like actually get our ducks in a row and book some people to be able to bring them on. And like legit, it could be a pretty fun time. So if you really hated learning about Taylor Swift and you really hated about learning about F1 and whiskey and Disneyland, then yeah. hold on to hope because we're heading back to normal. <laughs> and. We hope that you'll join us again for another season of Unexpected Experts. Heck yeah. Okay. Cool. Peace. Well, 
there's an outro. There it is. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.